Hello everybody, today we're going to talk about another novel named Mother Anger Cult and uh, it was inspired on two events and I just, I'm sorry, I just cannot shut up, I need to talk about it because God told me so, so keep, stay tuned. It might sound alien, but everything indeed carries vibrational energy. Even the self-consciousness is also a type of energy which vibrates at very brisk pace. People's opinion therefore bears some value after all. There is a law of vibration exists and vibrational pattern can calculate anything. This novel is mostly fiction inspired on two events that might have happened to somebody author knew personally. Names, characters, places, incidents, accidents are either product of imagination or entire coincidence and have been changed to protect privacy of any possible parties. Prologue. Hi, my name is Leah at CMTBLC, public relationship agency also known as True Start private detective agency in New York and Matt Blues is a business partner, licensed attorney detective. He is also a big fan of reality TV, true crime stuff and likes to investigate true stuff as pro bono. This time to start decide to investigate a strange case about powerful mogul, beauty moguls who had multiple cosmetics, fashion design businesses and they used them allegedly stole, uh, stole stolen art to mislead public into false beliefs if not ripping off real artists, original designers and followers with the high fees and prices. The novel was inspired from, um, based on true events, and there could be actually a lot more victims of this kind of influential beauty practices. Please read other novels by artist Tim TBLC about Abby Petit, Nomadic Traveler, and Amy Orkin, MLM Influencer. This novel would like to bring your own opinion, speculation of what could possibly happen in true life. Names, ages, locations, some facts are changing purpose to protect privacy of any parties. Detective Matt decided to investigate this matter after multiple people came to the agency asking for help in order to return stolen ownership of the art, designs, powerful moguls claim to be their own just to boost the profits on the social media, ignoring complaints of ordinary less famous artists. There is a lot of questions to solve in this now if very passionate beauty mogul really involved in a copyright violation and ripped off their own fans, artists with unfair business practices, or it's just a story. In true life events the novel was inspired from, there could be a lot of more victims of this kind of influential business, that's why we bring this opinion, speculation, so stay tuned. Fair use. However, please consider this book as a sci-fi and any resemblance to real living people, dialogues, events are just coincidence or simply a joke. And the uh, whole story honestly is just unbelievably mind-blowing. So please read and listen us on the e-books podcast by artist team TBLC. Portion of this novel contains a third-party content that continue, constitute fair use under federal copyright laws of the United States under Section 17 U.S.C. 107, works are meant to be educational and scholar in nature which is protected by fair use. In no matter the um, author of this novel intend to pass off any third-party copyrighted work as its own. Chapter 1. Fashion Noble Dynasty A puppet has no personality without a string, without a hidden handler. Man Caris Fashionoble was a very powerful mother She managed to manage her handler, a five daughters of so all social media influencers, billionaires, Katie, Sim, Coco, Chantel, and Carly. 
The money and the fame, all the stuff has just turned Karis fashionable into a powerful mogul monster. You have exploded in popularity in USA. What is next? A world domination? The press asked the Karis daughter's scene. Maybe Sim responded with such a huge pride on her face. It came out that ridiculous point of that famous streamers are making 20,000 just for a night of stream of their just sleeping. Being famous for just being famous has never been easy. Just it all comes to a point of addiction to cloud platform chase and dirty money. In this novel, we are going to talk about the Fashionobla family, about how they exploded and how they have multiple uh, manipulated the whole world in, and social media into their fake beliefs to build their own empire. And what was interesting is it has been all orchestrated at much higher level by a powerful corrupted people. Chapter 2. Fashionable Showtime Carly. Keeping up with the Fashionable is becoming a national obsession because uh, whether you like them or not, you are still gonna to follow them regardless. Thousands of people slept on the street in front of Carly Fashionable's boutique. I haven't drank a water, I haven't bathed, I haven't eaten, I was sleeping on a dirty curb just to see her walking, one of Carly's big fans stated. I love her because she's beautiful, she just made something out of nothing, stated another fan. Fashionable dynasty is the, the church and the our gods, said the third fan. And uh, I could keep going, but the Fashionable family has been referred as the American royal family. And we decided to investigate into that. They played a big role in shaping contemporary pop culture and we started realizing how filthy rich they are now. It really brings a question, what exactly the talent was? Matt was asking Fashionable girls, you don't act, you don't think, you don't dance, you do nothing, you don't have any talents, but you're incredibly successful. But we're still entertaining people, Coco replied, who was the most funny of them all, and people also call her the ugly one, but she's definitely not the ugly one, and uh, she's just a sincere, funny fashionable. The president of the country once stated, quote, Chantelle fashionable impressed me. I'm not sure what she does, but it's so impressive, ha ha ha. It's a talent to have a brand that is successful of getting people to like you for who you are, said the most business-oriented Sim Fashionable. We work a lot, said the most sporty oldest of the sister Katni. Yeah, we are truly alcoholics. We work 24-7, honestly, and it seems just we do nothing but creating content for social media full-time. And its job is it's very stressful, the smartest and youngest Carly Fashionable replied. Chapter 3. Glamour Labor What they do is mostly called glamour labor. Their hard work is getting paid by millions of dollars to post toxic products on Instagram. Any, the hard part of work is just picking a color for a makeup palette or licking salt of tequila glass, getting drunk on a camera to keep you hooked up on streaming. And in addition, they sell those secrets to success to you and hope that one day you will be just like them. But it's a false belief. 
That billionaire club is already closed and very competitive. Only very five privileged uh, can squeeze there. Fashionable cult spent on cosmetics and often plastic surgeries. So they already got addicted to opioid painkillers to prescribe after each surgery. Must be. The key to the success is that they steal genetic features uh, from other cultures and they later sell them as low quality knockoff of their own. Worst thing is their unaware fans elevated fashionable sisters into billion dollar businesses. I want to be something for the next generation. I want to be a role model. I think fame is something awesome and beautiful, Carly told the press one day. However, when Matt started doing research on the fashionable, he had to face blocked content on fashionable almost everywhere on the internet. So as soon as he started using VPN, he finally got a lot of evidence and reported it all to less public relationship for future fair use and criticism and publication. Chapter 4. Glamour Merch Fashionable souvenir shop sells $40 for just a cheap piece of something. I don't want to tell even what is that. And the photos are selling for $10 for each autograph. They enforce cupcakes, public toilet seats, nuts, arousal oils, toys and boys for girls. And fashionable clothes styles are in almost affordable for anyone. They promise people high quality products and, and, and lower prices for designs they work hard for. But in reality, fashionable stole designs and arts from less known artists exploited cheap child labor, if not slavery, in a poorest third world country. And fashionable got sued a lot because they lied a lot to the fans about high quality materials and original designs when it was actually a poor quality materials copyrighted art and designs. Oh, we are, we are so not sacrificing on quality in fabrics. Our manufacturers were able to hit the lowest price point fast because we promote them at two along the way. Coco once confessed to the press. So basically, nobody cared about quality and safety. Everything was done at the lowest and unsafest price, sometimes toxic for consumer health, but at a higher price for the sake of promotion and going fashionable allure. Sometimes child workers had to work up, up to 84 hours shifts just for $1 an hour of pay. It's basically child exploitation and labor. And in addition, lack of creativity was the greatest magic trick for Fashionable's clan. The youngest sister launched their limited edition vintage t-shirt collection. The creative twist was that they slapped their faces on real famous talented artists and musicians for the sake of their own promotion at cost of real artists, stars. Iconic legends like Tupac, Biggie, Pink Floyd, Metallica, Osborne were used for merch designs. So fashionable ended up in lawsuits uh, because they never asked for rights or permission to use the contents. Eventually they had to settle lawsuits, but also they were called out by the real artists and designers and tr who trashed their name on the social media. Uh, fashionable collection is disrespectful, disgusting, exploitation its its own worst taste. Also, there was an app that uh, Sim allegedly stole from another developer and she named Simoji. 
the developer now claims that they worked together on it, but eventually Sim just stole the whole idea, patented it, and um, made the app her, to herself to, to maximize her profit, leaving real artist developers without a dime. Chapter 5. Glamour Games Fashionobles sister also had video games about their family lifestyles, parties, and asking subscribers for star powers to stay tuned to learn about news about everybody and everything trashy. Unlike most intellect developing video games with end goals, Fashionobles sister managed to make their games with no intellectual goal at all. Or what was even worse, end goal was making subscribers even more dumb so they could continue use the products and subscriptions. Obsessive players eventually got to the top of level in the video games and they were awarded with alpha level fake status and the lower, lowest IQ possible. Failed colleges, low income wages, eventually disabilities both mental and physical. And the whole video games business was a stolen concept, so original developer filed a lawsuit claiming that they were first who proposed that idea uh, to the fashion noblest house, but all of a sudden, years later, the cult launched uh, to them, uh, themselves and hosted the original creators. Chapter 6 Glamour Apps Fashionable cult also launched uh, subscription apps for fans only with the exclusive content, and of course, subscription wasn't cheap for or free for fans. What exactly fans were paying for? I'm going to show how to eat chocolate candies. Uh, broadcasted the oldest fashionable academy to her only fans content and i have a garage and pantry at the same place because it makes me really horny to see all the food first when i come home please subscribe to my channel or i will starve to death here my sisters keep me on the concentration cup dying for the sake of the trend able content of the social media broadcast chubby fashionable coca to her friends almost crying if OCD and hoarding disorder are diseases, I think I'm so blessed with that. Coco added organizing her food jars at the garage. I think this year is about reading stuff about how to check snapchatted filtered pictures professionally. Carly told her fans trying to sell pointless toxic cosmetics to them. So what's the point to use cosmetics if you filter and photoshop your pictures anyway at the end? What a waste of money and health. Matt was thinking trying to figure out Fashionobles working beauty business plan in the beauty industry. Chapter 7 Glamour's Credit Cards And the worst offender was Fashionobles launched their own credit and debit card lines without banking licenses that were marketed to teenagers selling the ideas since they are now most devoted fans and they are not only became closer to highest USA royalties just like Fashionobles dynasty. but also ended up with the highest banking fees and interest. Checking and check out the teenagers, basically kids, cannot manage their credit cards yet efficiently and wisely, so millions of teens ended up with credit card loans dependency, ruined credit card scores for the rest of their lives, without possibilities to afford a good housing, a car, a good education, which is even worse, ability to support their own families and kids. 
However, Fashionoblia family banking business was cancelled very quickly due to violation and lack of regulations about predatory fees that include $100 annual, $100 annual fee, ATM withdrawals, fees for the statement, fees for everything. Chapter A. Glamour University In 2016, Caris Fashionoblia, the manager, manager, became a face and chairman of fake high education university. Your future is your education. Sign up with our school and your rich, successful future will be provided to you at cost just about 100000 a year. And our country president, Ronald Dumpt, uh, who is also the co-owner of the school, will help you on your path. Mazen Chikaris fashionably told her followers with a promising life advice. The school located in a branded Ronald Dump Tower because it was a rebranded school and that got sued dozens of times. Caris Fashionoblia, who has never been in any school before, um, were charging kids hundreds of thousands of dollars just to be closer to the Royal Highness fake Fashionoblia house alone. It was just imaginary bubble of education for the sake of good time and good future. It felt like a scam Ponzi scheme so to Leia. She would never sign up her kids there. This was an, an accredited school and Fashionoblia diplomas for hundreds of thousand dollars meant absolutely nothing to any employers. It was just a joke to everyone what a waste of money on tuition. So wherever you would get at Fashionoblia school wouldn't be transferred to actual legitimate college. So just total bullshit. And the saddest part is that Karis Fashionoblia guru attracted poor unaware student into her fake school by offering to win one dinner with her in person. We don't think that dinner with Karis Fashionoble worth even a penny. Fashionoble school also created unpaid internships, basically free labor slavery for kids to work hard at the fashion school and Fashionoble house for free. What a joke. And internship duties were like cleaning, grocery, laundry shopping, taking care of pets. So this family had built up the whole empire by scamming innocent, unaware kids and teens. And they never stopped. They basically got even better at it. Definition of parasites um, is uh, creatures who habitually rely on the exploits and give nothing in return. Chapter 9. Caris Fashionoble. Many think that Caris Fashionoble was a mother, mother and genius mastermind. But truth is that uh, had no real intellect. She just used her money, power, and connections to make things going. Some connections later suit her, however, for stealing the designer's art and ideas. Caris was an upper-middle-class California girl who married a powerful child attorney from Beverly Hills. During the marriage, she was noticed for having multiple affairs with other celebrities, while her husband, attorney, worked hard at the courts defending other celebrities, like famous football player Simpson, who killed his wife because of jealousy. And the Simpson's murder trial was the most broadcasted trial on TV because it was not only a high celebrity trial, but it also based on true life events like Omra Winnie show, whose shows were just all scripted. Caris uh, knew the murder victim in person, and her husband, a trial lawyer, was a defense attorney for the celebrity football player. 
Caris instantly made the whole child some, somehow about herself. Because of that, she instantly becomes a celebrity, a well-known connected woman in Beverly Hills. A month um, uh, later after divorce, Chris quickly married Olympic champion Brett Transgender, shortly gender, who is now in, tra in, uh, in transition into Marlene Rowe gender because he discovered that a woman body sells to so much higher price in words of social media content than men. And it doesn't matter if it's old woman body or former man body. It, the point is any content would find its users and followers. All you need to do, just put it there. Caris Fashionable managed to be a, to a famous lawyer and a famous uh, athlete within the same year. And the next step, was to make her husband bread gender uh, and kids um, to be celebrities. That's how Caris uh, fashionably became a manager. Messenger. Um, Social media called her that, and she later patented it as well for her own only use only. Chapter 10. Brad Gender. Brad Gender was a retired athlete, and he needed um, to make somehow money too, so he decided to join a glamour cult of billionaires, the fashionable house of cards. And soon he became a, motivation, motiv a motivational speaker proudly announcing, I came from this level to completely new star level, gender talk. Um, pressed proudly, but it was hard and competitive to stay in the spotlight, so he had to jump hula hoops too. Caris and Brett tried to teach a self-defense class online. Uh, can you feel uh, that kind of power you can generate hitting his balls? The producer asked Caris while she was hitting Brett's balls on national TV. Chapter 11. Messenger. Are you getting check from your kids for managing them professionally? The press asked Caris Fashionable, the manager. That's a great question, Caris replied. With no comment. Chapter 12. Sim Fashionable. Sim Fashionable, the second daughter of Caris, wanted to be famous big time, even at her young age. She started as personal stylist to a hotel Harris, famous for being in famous, famous Greece, that Hutton. And was around the time uh, Sim began to build her name for herself as well, learning from the famous hair's tricks and secrets. Sim made sure that she was seen on the famous magazines, places along with the famous hairs. hairs. This was the time when famous for being famous really became a hot trend. So Harris was doing her own reality show, Ordinary Life of Riches, Beaches, and when her sex tape was leaked into the web. However, the scandal actually attracted uh, a lot more million, uh, more millions of viewers and boosted the air's fame even more. Soon after, Sim was exposed just for the same idea as sex tape. 